Hello again, everyone. It is time for another episode of the Community Connection Show, the show that brings you positive stories and encouraging news as we interview top leaders in every sector of the community. And now, here is your host, national speaker and best-selling author, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. Super excited today to have a great guest, uh, Maggie Walls, Executive Director of Momentum Arts here with us today. Uh, Maggie, how are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for doing this and having me as part of it. Absolutely. Well, we're we're excited to have you. And, and as I've been talking about businesses and nonprofits and any organization needing to pivot and do things in different ways, uh, I'm, I'm eager to hear, as I know our audience, just some of the things you guys have had to adapt to probably in the last you know, few weeks, uh, a new normal, and maybe you know, other business leaders can grow from some of the things you're finding that are working or working, not working or whatever. Sure, sure. I mean, I've, I've been watching, uh, you know, doing my research and watching some of your other um, interviews that you've done. And, and uh, <laughs> one of the things that I think we're doing the same is that we've really latched on to the, the concept that we will get through this. Right. Um, this is our current normal, um, but it's not necessarily our new normal. Um, so while it's something we have to kind of adjust to in the time being, um, it's that's kind of, I think that, that thought in that, um, constant communication to parents that, you know, this is kind of us biding our time until we get back to our old normal, um, is helping us kind of, um, navigate, I guess, if that's the right word for it. Um, I love the word pivot, just being a dancer and a dance studio. <laughs> that, that, uh, that lands really well for me because we do a lot of pivoting anyway in what we do. Um, but I would say the primary thing that we've done is kind of take, um, the normal marketing tenets that we have um, that have made us successful as a nonprofit and applied them just in a new way. Um, one of the things we're a very small nonprofit. We, um, we primarily just serve South Gwinnett. We um, really, really focus on Snellville um, and we have a, a ton of programs um, that we're serving, but we serve about 200 students. So we're not ginormous, um, but one of the, <laughs> which is intentional. One of the things that we really focus on doing is creating a feeling of kind of family, of community within our, our larger community and having our focus on that, on our why has really helped us kind of navigate this new stuff. So that's kind of my first, my first piece of advice to, to other people who are running businesses or running programming is to remember why you do this and who you're doing it for and think about very clearly what they need. So before you panic, <laughs> um, think about how can we still be serving them in the same, well, serving them at the same level, but in yeah. a different way. And no. I think that really has helped us focus. I love that. Uh, you know, I always talk and speaking about getting to your why, W-H-Y, why you do what you do. It's like the old Simon Sinek, you know, what is your why? What is your purpose beliefs? And uh, yeah, it may not look exactly or even close to how you did it four weeks ago, but it doesn't mean uh, people, I guess I would say this, you know, as I come to the end of my coursework and my doctorate in leadership, I would say this, uh, it's really hard to sit down and write a doctoral paper right now in leadership when everything changes every day, but <laughs> leaders lead and, you know, you're right, we're going to get through this, but we also have to take this time to look at our organizations and say, you know, we've been talking about this for years, or we never really thought about this, or we could have done this. And I'm sure Maggie, with, with some of the things you're doing, uh, there'll probably be things you've done and added to your arsenal now that you may continue into the future. Is that possible? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, the toolbox that we've been kind of forced to create. Um, we haven't done much with with online lessons and 
um, virtual tools and we talk about it all the time. I'm like, oh, we should create a video tutorial for this dance step um, and post it somewhere and, and have a little spot on our website. And guess what? Now we do. Good. <laughs> so now we have a video about how to master your turns and how to practice your leaps. And we have, you know, a hip hop warm up video out there. Um, things like that. Um, but what's been exceptionally cool about it is that I'm a member of a bunch of different dance studio owner groups on Facebook with international um, studios. And that community alone has been so supportive um, that then we're able to actually share these videos and share these resources and share these tools. And um, I don't know that that was something that was available to us before. No one had really thought about it. So I have access for my my students to be logging in and taking classes with a studio in South Africa right now. Wow. Uh, which is really, really neat. <laughs> and Very really neat. Different. Yeah. So um, aside from finding the why, I think uh, looking for these extra opportunities has really helped us. And I mean, we keep joking that we're spoiling them. That when we go back to just coming in and taking ballet once a week, <laughs> right. I wonder why, where did all this other stuff go? Um, so we are trying to find ways that we can kind of, use these tools in the future like how can we you know then wean them i guess um to a point that it still makes sense for us to be offering some of these resources that have turned out to be really productive you know maggie that's great uh that's what i do for a living sales and marketing and branding and rethinking things so i mean that's a great example for if you're a business leader organizational leader listening to this and when we, we we post it uh maggie just shared not only is she tapped into resources that we all might be able to tap into, there's some way we can do this across the globe with, you know, fortunately, even with uh, all the things we're facing, we do have tools at our disposal we've, we've never had before. And then when the new norm becomes, we want to come out running into the new norm, not limping. Um, we want to have these tools. So to your students, uh, right. they're probably used to hearing from you quite frequently right now. But um, there's probably ways to incorporate more, you know, a hybrid uh, thing that maybe makes momentum arts even more valuable to them. And um, that's, what I, that's what I'm hearing you say. And it's really inspirational with people like me to seeing you what you're doing. And I think that's something um, we try to be really, really transparent at all times with our parents. And we, you know, it, everything down to costs and the why, why we do everything. We tell them, you know, why something is happening. And that's definitely been a help here. You know, we've told them, we don't know. We don't know when recital will be. Right. I'm not, not going to pretend <laughs> that I can tell you if we're going to have a show at the end of May or if it's going to be next October. I don't know. Um, what I can tell you is kind of what we're planning, you know, and how we're, how we're working. And the parents have been very receptive to that. But part of what we've been really transparent about is, um, what what about doing classes at home? What skills are the kids developing that they weren't developing in the studio? So while there's definitely, I will, I mean, my shout out to dance studios, I promise you there's not as much value in taking an online class as there is in doing an in-person class with an instructor. I know that's a, a concern um, for a lot of dance studio um, and theater folks is that people will think it replaces and it doesn't. It's, it definitely is not the same. Same with fitness classes. Um, but... Uh, for a lot of our kids, especially in the theater side of things, uh, we're able to use this time for them to develop skills like um, working on a taped audition, which is a very big, important skill in Atlanta right now. Um, lots of times, if you're auditioning for a theater show, they will release the choreography online, make you learn it at home, and then you go and you audition. So mm. those are things that the kids weren't really honing or practicing, and then they get thrown into this professional world, and now they have this kind of rare opportunity to do that. Um, so we're really trying to be very clear with the parents that while it's not ideal, 
um, there are kind of these extra little perks of having to learn choreography at home. Um, and, and that's kind of what we've been doing. We've kind of had to hybridize our program where we send them pre-recorded videos and we do live check-ins um, yeah. because there are limitations with Zoom with what we can do with music and things like that. Um, yeah. and, and the kids are really responsive to it. They're very adaptable. Yeah, you know, it's funny, Maggie. So my wife is, um, she you'll find this funny. I've said this on a couple of videos, but she is next year at Camp Creek Elementary School where she teaches, she's becoming their digital learning person, if you will. So she was in training uh, and, and with the teachers, there was still a person there as a friend of ours, but she's retiring at the end of the year. My wife's taking the position on full-time starting in the fall. Well, lo and behold, they, I think they were prepared for, you know, what, three snow days. And I told her yesterday, I said, well, the good <laughs> news is as you enter a new job, uh, the teachers have been doing this for, you know, months and months, you know, like my, my point is, People are having to learn things they didn't know. Yeah. People are having to learn in new ways. Um, you know, when I teach college courses and stuff, I, I do prefer to teach them in person. Um, if they're online, I like to have a little more of this than just, you know, writing and just having words. I like to have some, you know, interaction. So I agree with you. There's the value there. Uh, the face-to-face is, is always what, that's why humans are wired. And that's why this time is so hard for us. You know, we're not used to being apart to the degree we are. Right. But it, we will we will get to the other side and that's what I want people to hear. And your cheerful, creative voice that I've seen, you know, many times in, in um, you know, social media stuff really comes to life here today, uh, Maggie. And it gives, you know, it gives me and everyone listening, you know, not just here in Gwinnett or Metro Atlanta, but around the world. Uh, you know, this is, like I said, the third video of today we recorded and it just gives people some encouraging, positive things, things to think about. And then you look at your own organization and say, how do we how do we apply it here? That was a good idea. I mean, it's not going to be the same idea, but how can you do right. something similar and make the best of this time and then hopefully come out stronger? Is that fair? Oh, I, I agree. And I think, um, like you're saying, idea sharing is so essential. Um, you know, I, I'm, I've been on social media more than I have ever wanted to be. I spend a lot of time on social media anyway, but right now it's so vital um, for businesses. But I, I'm so inspired by what businesses are doing. And so often it's, I, you know, I don't have a factory that I can shut down and, and make respirators out of. I wish I did. Um, those are not things that are feasible for me, but seeing that creativity, um, one of the things we talk about so much in our classes is, you know, we tell kids, you come to learn dance and you come to learn theater and those are important, but really we teach them problem solving. And I, I preach that all day long. I've written a lot about it. Um, but problem solving is the biggest thing that comes out of the arts is that developing that creative thinking. And so it's a real opportunity for us to, to be challenged in the same way we, we always challenge the kids. It's like, suddenly we don't have a script. Suddenly we're in a, in a theater show we didn't expect to be in. Right. And how are we going to navigate it? So it's been fun to not fun, but it's been interesting and challenging, um, to see what other businesses are doing and apply the same concepts, you know, so we're really, and the biggest one is communication. We just have reached out to all of our families and said, what, what can we give you that will give you the same value because we need you to keep paying tuition because yeah. we, yeah. otherwise you want the studio to come back to. Um, so what, what works for you? And, and the parents have been so responsive and so supportive and, um, you know, and open and telling us what they need. And then we've just worked really, really, really hard, um, probably harder than we normally do right. uh, to provide those things. And I think that concept of communicating with your, with your clients is kind of what every business needs to be doing is not panicking and not guessing and not throwing things at the wall, but just asking what, what can we give you that yeah. will help you through this time and that will work for you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we deal with the same things and, and have to, because, you know, the one thing is, is we're all trying to predict, 
an, an unknown on top of an unknown on top of an unknown. And as I've said on this show over and over, you know, God's in control, but you know, we have to do our part. And even the smartest doctors in the world are making their best statistical guesses. Of, I mean, you know, you can watch the evening news and say, hey, what, you know, I think it's important to see what's going on. But I had a guest on earlier on an earlier show, Maggie, they said that when the group came back from, I think, the cruise ship or whatever to Dobbins uh, Air Force Base a few weeks ago, 40 or 50 people that were quarantined there, those people are all uh, healthy and they've gone home. And, and the news doesn't report that you know i think he uh, my, my friend did that and uh, my cousin did that and he said uh maybe one outlet ever reported hey how are those people doing so i just think you know reaching out to people some supporting small businesses and you know just like the magazines we put out we have to have partners but we have to help our partners do what they can and it's one day at a time i want to say one day at a time one punch at a time one round at a time you know and and um you're right. I mean, if people are asking you, when's the performance going to be? Well, we have graduations this year. I mean, look at all the major sports leagues, movie theaters. Nobody has a clue. Um, right. But what we did, we were going to get to the other side. We're going to get to the other side, and we've got to put our creative juices. I love those you're doing to work because this is the ultimate test. I want to throw it back to you. If a creative person is saying, how do you figure out a, what do I say? How do you figure out a solution to a problem that didn't even exist? You know, right. and, and that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, and it's a it's a problem that we still don't even know what the whole problem is. <laughs> is it is it how do I stay in business for the next five months? How do I stay in business for the next six weeks? If if we had known it was a four week issue, for a business like ours, it would have been feasible to say we're going to close and we're going to extend our season a month. But we don't right. know. We don't know that, and it's and it's not feasible to do that, and it's not fair to our customers who who you know want what we're providing and need what we're providing for normal seasons. We work with, with kids primarily and adults. I mean, honestly. We are really a community. We have, you know, all these these fitness classes and things, and and people come to work out with us, but they really come to be with us and to be together. Yeah. Um. So even being able to provide that online, people when I started back at that this week, and everybody said, "Oh, thank you, I've missed you guys." Because <laughs> so, there's plenty awesome. of workout outlets out there, but they've just missed it. They've missed being together. Um. And so we we can't take that away from everybody without you know, making people sad. And that's not what we're in the business of doing. No, I mean, you're, you're a breath of fresh air, uh, Maggie. And I want to make sure kind of as we wrap things up that uh, people can, whether it's local or national, whatever, people can get some inspiration from, you know, what you're saying today. I mean, I certainly have. How is the best way people through social media, website, whatever, can reach out to you if they want to connect and hear a friendly voice or say, hey, I'd love to hear an idea on that or, hey, we want to. I'm nothing if not perky. And I would love to talk to people about what we've been doing and, and help. We want to help people. We want to help other businesses. We want to do whatever we can. And we're, we're working around the clock. I've great instructors who are engaged and and helping as well uh, but we're momentum arts we actually have two facebook pages are probably the best way to find us um, one is momentum arts which is the art side of things and the other is momentum dance and fitness which is the adult programming either one of those or we're on instagram momentum arts atlanta people can find us there um, as well or just find me maggie walls on facebook friend me uh, i'll be your friend you'll be your <laughs> friend okay i need a friend <laughs> Uh, most of the content I post there is is trying to do uplifting um, and things like that and share things with community partners. But I appreciate what you're doing. It's the best thing people can do right now, like you said, is support these small businesses. Keep us in business so that you have things to come back to when it's time and, and not just a bunch of sad, empty storefronts. Which Absolutely. Will be hard Absolutely. Well, Maggie, I, pr- I appreciate you taking time to come on the show and uh, keep keep doing what you're doing. It's important. We can all learn from it. And uh, we will, I know you'll come out running out of the other side. We all will if we, we you know, arm in arm, stay together and keep pushing forward. 
Right. We'll be, we'll be dancing on the other side. We'll be dancing we'll on the other side. side. <laughs> I'm a bad dancer, so I might have to take some lessons. <laughs> but, uh, all right. But, uh, well, Maggie, thanks for being a guest here on the show today. I sure appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right, folks, this is another Community Connections. That was Maggie Walls, uh, Executive Director of Momentum Arts. Hopefully she'll be sharing this. We'll be sharing this and hopefully we can learn something from it. Until next time, Community Connections with Ryan Sowers. Take care, everybody. Take care, everyone. Thank you. This has been the Community Connection Show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit communityconnectionstv.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.